What's up, my fellow weirdos? Welcome to the Weird Girl Findings. This is Naomi and Syria, your neighborhood weirdos. Welcome back to Weird Girl Findings. I'm your host, Syria, and this is Naomi. So, how are you today? You know what? I don't know. I think it has something to do with Saturn going direct today because I woke up with a headache and then I woke up like a couple of times, but then I felt well rested, mm-hmm. but then I woke up with a headache. Yeah. So I'm like, and I didn't drink anything. I just went to sleep. So I'm so confused. I think yeah. it has something to do with Saturn going direct today because so- it was in retrograde for the past like three, four months. Oh, uh, well, I will say that I was not feeling well. I know. I'm sorry. I don't know. I think it's because I probably wasn't eating or I don't know. Yeah, that was that came out of nowhere. Yeah. And then I just, I've been feeling like over it. And I've been feeling exhausted, like super exhausted lately. You preggers? Mm, hope not. <laughs> but no. <laughs> Like not at this time. No. It can't be. It cannot be. I mean, not, not, there's nothing going on at this time. So I guess you know, like I always said, like if I get pregnant this year, it needs to be after the cruise so I can drink. And it is after my cruise. But am I ready? Nobody's ever ready <laughs> for another child. So no, people be ready. The rich. What about the Duggars? They had like 20 of them bitches. They're also kind of weirdo. <laughs> because didn't one of their sons molest like some of the his sisters? And then they were trying to like. Yeah. And then they were shaming the sisters for speaking out. Like, how you going to shame me? I got raped. The fuck? These people who have all those kids are basically growing Incestual. their own cult. I think so. Their own colony. Yes. Their own weird colony. And it is weird because, yeah. And it wasn't just the sisters. It was a cousin, too. Damn. Oh, he's trying to keep it all in the family, nasty ass. No, that's so weird. Um, Yeah, and then I guess that's why their show finally ended. But they should have ended. A long like time ago. 17 and counting or whatever. The fuck you having 20 motherfucking kids? Now the babies just come out. Because how are you going to... Just like... <laughs> She has to push once, and then they're there. They just fall out with an apron on. They're ready to start cooking and cleaning. <laughs> they're running with their little tiny, little tiny feet. What are they supposed to do now, mother? They're already talking. They're prodigies. <laughs> I can't. No, no, but it, yeah, no. It's 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 very weird. Um, it's the fundamental churches and stuff that be doing stuff like that. They don't believe in birth control and. I do. <laughs> I'm not just having several babies in what is it? within seven years. There's a, like a specific verse that's like something about denying your fruits or something like that. Or what is I that? think like replenish the land. I don't know. But something about the hand I'm not a Christian is always... anymore, so I really kind of forgot some of those things. Yeah. So I, I guess, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But I just feel like, if you say so, <laughs> why do you need that many kids where... Yeah, why? It's not like back then. We're like, oh, yeah, we need to have more population. We need more people. But now we've, we're overpopulated. We can't even feed our kids. 
for this recession with everything yeah. being expensive as fuck. Like, we don't need any more kids. Y'all need, y'all need to practice safe sex, but also birth control. And even if you don't believe in birth control, the pullout method still works. In addition, why are why is it going even younger? Like I see these twenty year olds, twenty one year olds having five kids. Yeah, no, I think that's weird, and and I'm I'm sorry, and I feel bad because so people confused. people say like, oh, the girls, you know, you don't know what people go through and stuff. But it's because somebody, someone said like in a group that I'm in, they were they brought up how why are people so judgmental to people being in their twenties with like four kids and three baby daddies? To me, after the second kid, you should have learned your fucking lesson. That's what it is. Or after the first kid, you should say, maybe I should wrap it up. But if you're in a long term relationship and then that you had you had a kid with them, then it's bound to happen. Duh. You know, if I'm with someone for two years or even a year, I'm gonna maybe start using stop using protection. So, you know, but if you if you're twenty two with three kids and three baby daddies what would make you not say maybe i should wear a condom or maybe i should just get a shot or yeah some type of implantation your arm you can use the pill you can use the thing that goes up your hoo-ha you know and what's weirder is that to me i mean i know someone personally that's like this why would you have a kid and then your kid is born the same year or like within a year from the last kid, but it has a different baby daddy. That means you didn't have no connection enough to like to have. What, that's so weird because they're they're like ten months apart. So you barely even let yourself heal before you had sex with a new man. I can't see how that happens though, because my you cousins, know what? My cousins are like that February and December, but she was married. I mean, she's still married. She's still she's been with this man for like thirty four years now, um, but. You know, but she had her baby in February, next baby by December. And I think if you're married, that's fine. But the fact that it's a different man. Yeah. That's, that's weird. Within one year, I actually know somebody like that. But, hey, no judgment. I'm just saying, if you're going to do that, maybe maybe use protection. Yeah. Because nice. do you really want to take care of another baby by yourself? Nothing wrong with having sex and finding new men. And, and even as a mother trying to find new love because it is hard to raise a child by yourself. And I think that just because you're a mom doesn't mean you got to close your legs and never have fun or never be with another man. Exactly. But let's, but it's just crazy that you're on Facebook asking for money when you could just not be having kids. kids. Or I know I wouldn't do it, but you could consider giving your kid up for adoption. If you know Mm -hmm. you can't take care of that kid and you're going to be struggling for the rest of your life. Yeah, because you have seven kids now, and you're 25. That's yeah, so it's crazy to me. But I mean, I don't judge anything that like because people make mistakes, and yeah. You know, but at some point, seven you gotta times. realize when. Yeah, at some point, or I mean, this is also another thing. Like I know that some people do this, and, and, and but to me, I mean, would you consider dating someone who had like seven baby mamas? No. Would you be that eighth baby mama? No. So I don't get why women keep sleeping with these men who have these many made mamas and for some reason think you're going to be the one that get them to stay. That's weird to me. Honestly, and I know this sounds really weird, but I don't want to date a guy that has kids. Because I feel like it will create drama. Not only create drama, but like having my kids is enough. <laughs> you're going to add like five more kids to 
really well but, but you said kids but what if they had like a 10 year old and they were co-parenting they were really like we we're fine and they were like hey you know my she's a 10 year old i get her on the weekends and i guess it's know. it's more of like a maturity level because i don't want to be getting into any motherfucking drama yeah with baby mama but there are some baby mamas that can you're co-parent. right you're right I, and it's the maturity thing like, if you're mature, okay, maybe I can see that. I still wouldn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, yeah. <laughs> I, I I can't see myself dating. Personally, no judgment to people that do. I mean, live your mm-hmm. life how you want to. But I personally don't see myself what, doing that. What if you dated, like, an older man who was, like, 40 and his kid was already 18? Okay. I'm just, this is just a scenario I'm throwing out there. Because, you know, we're not that much far. We're not that far from 40 now. You may not be that far from 40. <laughs> I mean, it's like eight years away, but like, I don't know. I might date a 40 year old if he had his stuff together. I mean, my brother's 42. I mean, I don't, I'm not opposed to dating a 40 year old, but I don't want to. <laughs> I want to date somebody. In their thirties, just like me. Yeah. Um. Well, that's interesting, but you know, because <laughs> it's all about preferences, and everyone. Actually, I'm gonna have, have preference. two brothers in their forties, starting in December. Wow. That's My brother's crazy. younger than me, so I am the baby. All of them are old. Just kidding. Yeah, it's just if my you're sister. Listening, I love you all. Other than my sister, my older sister, I am the second. I'm the second oldest. Everybody else's babies, not really. I mean, my brother's a year younger than me, so you know, I feel like we're like the same age. Um, but anyway, he just had a birthday. Yes, he did. Happy birthday! Shout out to my brother. Um, yeah, he's he turned thirty one. So that's crazy. Yeah. Time flies. We've been friends for eleven years this month. Crazy. You didn't even recognize it. I was waiting for you too. Um, we met at Kohl's. Yeah, thought she was a bitch. Turned out she was just a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she was just shy and wanted to go home. Um, yeah, I was. Yeah, my brother was there too. <laughs> yeah, he was. It's like, oh, it must be her boo thing. Yeah, but it wasn't. It wasn't. People used to do that. Like, we went out to this. Uh, Waffle House or something. I don't know. IHOP. And we had these uh, kids. We were babysitting. Well, we weren't babysitting at the time. We were with the grandma. And we were all eating. And these people thought that that was our kids. <laughs> but but first of all, these were like mixed white looking babies. How did you think that these were our kids? <laughs> no, because a similar situation happened to me. You know, my oldest is mixed. Mm-hmm. So... When she was younger, my brother and I would go to the store or something like that. And they thought we were together and thought that was his baby. But she obviously looked mixed. And yeah. we're two black fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, I think you got it all mixed up. But okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm light, but I'm not that light. No. You're not um, that light. Yeah. And those babies were like my son. You oh. Know? Yeah, your son's half white. (laughs) (laughs) That makes sense. You know, Barack Obama's half white and he looks like a black man. Yeah, but I will say, isn't his dad from like actually Kenya or something? Yeah, 
Yeah. So I can see that because that's like pure mm-hmm. motherland blood compared to yeah. our our black asses are mixed within generations. Yeah. So I guess that's true. Well, <clears throat> so what do you guess who died? <laughs> I know this is what like, but I've been wanting to talk about this. <laughs> And I find it very sad. Matthew Perry died. He mm. drowned in a hot tub. Mr. Bing. Well, that's sad. I mean, he um, was he was battling with a lot of like, I think drug addictions. Yeah. And depression. So. Well, it didn't. <clears throat> he just overdosed. To be yeah. Well, I saw something that said he had a cardiac arrest arrest in the hot tub. Because of the drugs or like just... Maybe because either the drugs or all the stress on his body. Mm, Then I don't think the heat would have helped. I don't know if that has anything to do with anything, but probably wouldn't, right? Oh, Chandler. Yeah, Mr. Bing. But I saw this clip of him where he's talking about how he doesn't watch Friends. Because if he watched Friends, he can look at himself and be like, okay, that's when I was on coke. That's when I was drunk. That's when I was doing pills. Damn. He he said, the viewers might not be able to tell, but when I watch it, just by season by season, I can tell what my addiction was. (gasps) Oh, that sucks. Damn. Yeah. And wasn't he, didn't he admit himself into rehab several times? Yeah. Mm, That sucks. Yeah. And what's crazy about addiction is that it seems to be like a life long disease yeah because you can't ever just go well i'm gonna just have one drink tonight because because some people want to say oh i'm gonna stop drinking and they gotta stop drinking they can't say i'm gonna have a beer tonight because it turns into two beers three beers and then they relapse like hardcore and it's hard for them just to pick up one beer or to get drunk one night because what happens is they get drunk one night and they miss the feeling the next night they're gonna start drinking and then they're back off the wagon again so that sucks it's just like a a, it's a cycle that it's hard to break not saying that it can't be broken but it's it's really hard to break and the thing is like i think i mean some people do have those type of personalities that are easily addictive Mm because like you know we you know normal people or average people can drink a lot and then they'll be fine. Don't drink again till next weekend or something. Right, but some yeah. people, they just can't. They, for some they reason, have to drink every day. they have to drink every day. Or when they do drink and get drunk, they do crazy things or destructive yeah. things. Or, you know, with drugs, too. Like, some people can casually do certain drugs. And then some people need to have it every day. Yeah. Like, I mean, I saw this girl. She said <clears throat> she did something once. And the next morning, she woke up saying, I need it. And the thing is, she said her mother was an alcoholic. No, her mother was a drug addict, alcoholic, and her dad, he did hard drugs. Damn. So it kind of just be in there. Like, I don't know. Do you think it may be some type of hereditary thing? I think it's influenced by it being hereditary. But honestly, I do feel like maybe it's a, it can be a choice, too. But what about you're trying to fill trauma or something? Like past, like, you know, like, you know how they would say nature versus nurture? Because what if it's not nature? What if it's because she, her seeing her, her parents do it? And then also, like, the trauma of 
you know, being neglected and stuff, maybe her doing the drugs was a way to escape that. Mm -hmm. So, like, when she had that first drug, she realized, you know. But I feel like this is where it comes into play. So, yes, the nature of it is both of her parents were addicts. Mm -hmm. And then she was around it. But some people experience the same thing and don't even want to go near it. Yeah. So, so I think it, is, it has hereditary, like, you know, that genes. That's the same thing with abuse. Mm -hmm. Some people, they watch their father beat their mother and they go and beat their wives mm -hmm. or their children. But then some people, they swear up and down, like the way they saw their mother crying, now they, they would never hurt a woman and stuff exactly. like that. Exactly. You know, so like, I don't know. I don't know what causes some people to be, to, I don't know. But that's this is an interesting topic. Yeah, it is. Like, what goes on in people's brains? Yeah. And, and Let me uh, dissect. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and I send condolences out to um, Matthew Fair's uh, yes, family. definitely. Because, I mean, he really, he was in an iconic show. He had an iconic character of, mm -hmm. you know, of one of the biggest shows in the 90s and, and everything like that. Like, that was pop culture growing up, you know? Definitely. Was mm -hmm. friends. You know, you saw it all the time in the nineties. You, you see it <laughs> you now see it. I think because it's streaming somewhere. I think it like came back a few years ago. So now you'll see people with friends shirt on and friends mugs and stuff like that. I see that that stuff come up a lot. Like a lot of people being, you know, since binge culture, like people are binging watching stuff. So there's like Gen Z who didn't grow up with it watching it because so, they think it's a classic. I'm like, oh my god, that's so crazy. Not that old. <laughs> oh my god. So speaking of that. I was listening to the classic rock channel, and they were playing stuff from, like, the early 2000s. And I was thinking, like, whoa, it has been 20 years since this song came out. That is crazy to me. Shut On your the classic mouth. rock channel, they're playing emo music now? Shut your whore mouth right so, now. I was like, I, why are you playing? Like, it was a system of a down song. On the classic rock channel, I said... And I still Wait listen to System of a Down. I was like, <laughs> what? This no. is classic rock now? It's not classic. <laughs> I'm not even 40 yet. <laughs> no. But I'm like, yo, it has been Don't almost 20 years. Shut your whore mouth right now. No, you know, sometimes what I do is I'll be like, I'll be like, that wasn't that long ago. And it was like in the 90s. And I'd be like, Wait a minute. I'm 32. I'm then 25. it was that long ago. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I could have a 12-year-old and still be 25. You could. Yeah, but I would be beat down if I, I did. Like I told you, the, the woman that was the my waitress on the cruise, she's 31, and she's going to be a grandmother because her child's 18, and she's pregnant. Well, I think she said she's due in November, so I don't know if she's had the baby yet or not. but. Jesus. Yeah, and but it was the Philippines. I don't know. Mm. I don't know what's going on over there. Why an eleven year old was pregnant? She was. She's younger than you, and she has an eighteen year old, and she's about to be a grandmother. Just, just, yeah. Put that into perspective. What if that was you? That's crazy as fuck. No, mm -mm. and she said I always told her not to have a baby young, so I won't be a young grandmother. But she said, but she's pregnant. She said, and they, they hid it from her. Like her mom knew and everything. They were waiting for her to, like, because after she said November, is she's going to get off. And um, she she ended her contract because, you know, they just work for like eight months straight or something. Well, 
like her contract was going to be over and she was going to take some time to be with her family. And then that her grandmother ended up telling her, no, but her mother ended up telling her and like her mother, I guess, couldn't keep it a secret anymore and then told her about it. So I thought like, wow, that's interesting. I cannot. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. I mean, she's going to be helping taking care of that baby. <laughs> she thought she was done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, unless she's going to do another cruise tour. I wonder, though, like, you know, it's crazy how, like, they're on the cruise and they work every day. They may get, like, a day off every once in a while. And they can, like, she said, like, she was going to go to the port when we got back. Mm-hmm. So it was her turn um, to go out. But then she still had to work that day. And she, like, and do the dinner at, like, Damn. at 5.30. But she get to get off at the port when we got off at, like, you know, 8 o'clock. And they come back and get back on. So it's, like, but then they get, they don't have to pay for rent or nothing. So she's just there for eight months on the boat. And all that money that's going to rent, you just buy stuff at the commissary. But then you have all that money, I guess, when you get off. Yeah. Thinking. And then the tips, too. Like, we tipped. We we pay for the gratuities that they automatically add. But then we also tipped in cash. So, That's nice. You got And you're not the only table. So. Exactly. <laughs> and they were, so, they were so great. I think we tipped them both $20. Um, but then we also paid gratuities. Um, but... Um, yeah, they they were great. So they deserved it. They really did. They like they made my cruise a great time. Sweet. <laughs> but sorry to the di- you know to digress from the original topic. I digress. So, in other news, have you heard about the whole Keith Lee drama? No, it's, who is that? You don't know who Keith Lee is? Mm-hmm. Okay, so Keith Lee. I think he was like a fighter, like MMA or something. I don't know him from that, but um, a lot of people know him because he's a TikTok food critic. Um, he originally started like just eating food in his hometown and just giving honest reviews. Mm-hmm. So then he decided to go to a food tour. So he goes to different cities, local hotspots to give honest reviews. Now, one of the reasons why people liked him is because he was... Um, he was um, honest. Like he would just go in there and give his honest review. He he was he wasn't paid for any of it, and he would just go and and most of it would be good. Some things he might say a little something about it. But a lot of it was good. He's just going and eating food, and people liked his honesty. They they like he's funny. He's charming, and um, that was going well for him until the other day where all of this drama popped off when he went, he took a stop um, in Atlanta. Uh Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. So in Atlanta, he went to two restaurants. I think uh, it's called, like, The Real Milk and Honey, and then there was, like, The the Old Ladies. I don't know if you watch uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta, but Candy, she is, um, it was one of her restaurants. But tell me why. Okay, this is uh, a side note. Tell me why I was watching... Uh, a snippet of that on TikTok and it was like the reunion and Phaedra was telling a big ass fucking lie that um, Candy was trying to oh, rape yes. the other girl. 
Yeah. And it wasn't even true. And she was yeah. just trying to mask it. And Kane was like, you are a lawyer. Why would you spread yeah. shit like that? No, I didn't like that because that's something serious. You know, you don't play with that. You don't play, you don't with play that. that. And I, I didn't know that's where that meme was from, where she was like doing that, like, why would you whatever? That was a meme. But then when I went back and watched the video, I felt bad because that's real hurt. You don't sit there and say that I'm molesting or raping people. Or you, you try to, no, she, she was trying to drug that other girl yeah. to rape her. Like, why would you say that? Why would you say that? And then me and my husband are drugged. And then the other girl, I can't remember her name. She was saying, yeah, you told me that. You told me that Candy told you that. And then Candy's like, I never told her that. I didn't say anything like that. Mm-hmm. And then she was stuck in the middle like, well, uh, she's like, oh, oh, like, shut the fuck up. You yeah. fucked up. You're a lawyer. So it kind of ruins your reputation yeah. because you look messy. Do you want to watch? Real Housewives with me, yeah. I'm like, going. like we can. I mean, we're not together, but we can probably watch it. Peacock, yeah. Because which um, one? I don't know because I'm watching Potomac. I know, but I have a lot to catch up on. on and Potomac. and but I've only watched like the first two seasons, and I, I haven't you watched only it. Watched the first two seasons. Well, then there's like okay, there's hold like off. eight seasons or something. Hold off until I'm able to watch it. Yeah, I haven't watched. I it think I'm going to watch that tomorrow. Then watch Game of Thrones tonight. Yeah. Because it's a, it's interesting. I mean, because you think about baddies, they think you have to fight to like win something. No, when you watch Real Housewives, they be winning by like telling them off. And it's like as an adult, we should be putting our hands on people. Let's we should. just let's no. rip them. Let's read them for filth. Because yeah. that's that's interesting too. Like, oh, it's not interesting. It's boring because they're not fighting. No, Real Housewives, they do not be fighting like that. Now, every once in a while, there might be a fight. But the majority of the drama is them reading each other for filth. And that's just as entertaining as someone getting their hair pulled. Let's, let's be honest. I think that in, in, in addition to that, like, fighting is stupid because people can press charges. But if I'm going to read you your rights, how are you going to do anything about it, bitch? Are you yeah. going to throw hands? Then I'm going to throw hands, too, and say I'm defending myself. So yeah. do you really want to go down there? Yeah. I don't think you do. <laughs> yeah. No, I like, I like that. But I like <laughs> when people read... Yeah, not that. Like Krishan, because she would be hitting anybody. She probably be hitting her baby. Yeah. I'm not saying. <laughs> I'm saying. <laughs> I just did a little jokey joke, but she really be hitting just anybody. No, she like okay. The first thing everybody loved her because she put Sway in the back in the sink. But Sway was literally just saying you need to pick up after yourself. And then she don't throw her in the sink. And then, and then don't. <laughs> and then on the other season, Lo was like, I feel like you was unprofessional. You were late. And then she just starts swinging on her. I know. Because you were late. You're mad because somebody called you out for being late. Exactly. She just beats anybody. So I'm just like, what's that going to do? Because if you hit me, then I'm going to press charges. But mm-hmm. I'm going to get my lick back up. Okay. So speaking of which, so Woe Vicky was on a new season. Oh, God, and yeah. Woe Vicky liked something that Blueface said about Deshaun, right? So she wanted her sister to to fight her because she's pregnant and she can't fight. First of all, why are you on the show? You're pregnant. But her sister refused to do so. But it's crazy. Why would I fight someone because they liked a tweet from your baby daddy? I'm not going to fight someone because of that. That's ridiculous. And you get, like you said, with Real Housewives versus Bad Girls Club or whatever on Zeus, mm-hmm. it's the maturity level. These yeah. girls are really young compared to somebody in their 30s. They'll be like, wait, let me think about it. I have things to lose. I'm yeah. not trying to go to jail. I'm not trying to have multiple charges on my record. I'm not trying even to have a criminal record. So I'm going to just read you to filth 
and then make you feel uncomfortable by staring at you real hard. <laughs> Not just like, oh, you told me to do something, hit. Oh, you like to tweet, hit. At the end of the day, if you fight somebody That's for stupid. calling you dirty, you still going to be dirty. You still going to be dirty. You you my point. No, they were saying she was asking girls for panties because she didn't bring none. Or she didn't bring enough. That's nasty. That is No wrong weird. training. But anyways. Anyways, back to the, back to the thing. Go ahead. So, okay. So, I'm going to, I have Keith Lee's uh, um, TikTok for the real milk and honey. And I'm going to push play on this. Okay. I got it. Let's try and get your regular routine. As you can see, I don't have any bag in my hands. We're at the Real Milk and Honey on Main Street and College Park. Before we came, we attempted to call our order in. We were greeted with an automatic message that said they do not take call-in orders. The automatic message said the only way you can do pickup is through DoorDash. We went through DoorDash. They was closed. But online, it said they closed at 5 o'clock. We went on DoorDash at 4 o'clock. But we were already here, so we just went inside. I sat in the car and my family went in and they told them they were closed early for deep cleaning. Yet the door is wide open and it's people still going in and grabbing orders. Now we have no idea if those people ordered beforehand or what the case is. Also, the people who relayed this message, my family said were really nice. It's just the rules. And so far being in Atlanta. Okay, I'm going to stop and give a little brag story. He sent his family in because that's something he has started to do. Since he's getting so popular, people are recognizing his face. So he feels like when he goes into these restaurants, if it if they see it's him, they'll like be extra. Like, oh, let's make sure he has. Oh, it hurts. Okay, yes, I do because I saw that on TikTok. Yeah. So, okay, now I know. Wow. Okay. So yeah, so that's why he sent his family in. But listen to what happens. I found some places do have unique rules, and this is one of them. I want to be very clear: we're not blaming one person or saying one person was rude. In plain terms, don't call this restaurant trying to get nobody fired. Ain't nobody do nothing. This is the rules they had. If you don't like their rules, their rules not for you. And for me and my family, the rules just went for us. We just not they turned on. For the record, afterwards, I did walk in and I did recognize me. And they attended the services, but I respectfully declined. I'm a normal person. I pay for my food like everybody else. I walk in spots like everybody else. We are all normal people. Respectfully, if you're not gonna do it then, don't do it now. God bless you. Yeah, we're just trying to get. Some but I am going to make this very clear. I do not support, condone, or agree tearing down these businesses. While we personally may not have the best customer service experience, it does not mean you will have the same experience. That also don't mean go on Twitter and tear these businesses down. At the end mm-hmm. of the day, business owners are people. Never know what people are going through. The only reason I'm even making this is to share my authentic and real experience like I always do. I don't mean no harm. I don't have no malicious intent. But I always say I'm going to be 100% honest. And that comes with the good and the not so good. You don't know what nobody's going through. So what we can't do is just judge off of somebody else's experience. If you would like to go to these places or any other place that I've been to, I encourage you to go try it for yourself and make your own opinion. But we still in Atlanta and we on Main Street and there's a bunch of spots here. So we're going to go to a different spot. Ciao. Okay. So that was his review. He didn't get to have any food. He said they had some rules. Um, and then they told his family, oh, it's going to be an hour of wait. But when he went in himself, they wanted to give him a special, special um, accommodations and get his food within five minutes. What? So how do you feel about that so far? Because he's famous and they thought that he, they were going to use his status to get more business. But then look stupid. <laughs> They were trying. So sorry. When they were serving his family, it was going to be an hour away, but he could get his food in five minutes. Yeah. What? <laughs> wow. And they said they were closed for deep cleaning. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah. So the rules. Okay. So I have a list of the real milk and honeys. Um, House rules. 
So tell me how you feel about these after I pray these tell. Rules. Okay, so the first rule is number one, we guarantee great food. Dot 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 dot. Uh-huh. Everything else is left to chance. We try our hardest though. We really do. What? Wait, what? So then rule number two, we do not provide individual checks. However, we will allow up to three forms of payment. Okay. Uh-huh. 18% gratuity is added to parties of five or more or checks larger than 75, which, I mean, it's okay rule. I mean, and that's fine. Because it's normally, isn't it like normally eight or 10 people, not five? Yeah, it's usually eight to 10. They are automatically charged at 18% gratuity. Yeah. So then no, absolutely no, N-O, all caps, modifications to any of the menu items. If you have a food allergy, Please choose another item without that allergy. How do you feel about that one? Okay, so if I have an allergy and I don't see it when I said it says grilled chicken, mm-hmm. but then you added some peanut sauce to it, how am I supposed to well, fucking know? Well, I think if they like, so let's say we get a burger and it comes with tomatoes. You're telling me I can't just say no tomatoes? Just don't put the tomato on it. Yeah, that'll be making your life easier because you have to add a tomato. It doesn't automatically come with a tomato. Like, are y'all serving, like, <laughs> frozen or pre-made food? So that's why you can't do it? Because that's what it's giving. It's giving we are serving pre-made food and, like, I, I don't know. So that one's a weird one because no modifications. I've never heard of any restaurant that doesn't do modifications. That's yeah. really strange that they said we can't do any modifications. And then, what if I don't want a damn onion on my fucking hamburger? Shit. It's also not just that. It's the parentheses. If you have a food allergen, please choose another. Like, you're trying to get smart now. Yeah, it seems like you're trying to no, be sassy. My mom is allergic to a lot of stuff, but she's yeah. allergic to tomatoes. Exactly. So she got this steak that's supposed to come with like this like tomato salsa stuff on top of it. And she told him she wants the steak. She doesn't see a regular like six, 16 ounce or whatever it was steak on here. And they said, well, we can make it without that. And um, she did that. And the chef came out personally and asked her what she liked. And he made his own sauce from scratch and put it on there. That's sweet. And, and that's what usually... Yeah, restaurants do. They accommodate yeah. the person that they're getting money from because yeah. they want them to come back, right, to get yeah. more money. So not only did my mom, <laughs> no, not only that night, because my mom is a server, so we always tell well. So my mom took the server, but she also asked for the the chef to come back out and gave him a personal tip as well because he didn't have to do it. He could have just sent her out with the steak. Exactly. He came out and asked her what she liked and made a, like a sauce to put on the steak that was not including tomatoes. That is so cool. And she cool. said it was one of the best steaks ever. And you know what? what he crazy? made it with love. You know what's crazy? It was at Incredible Dave's. <laughs> yeah, like a little, <laughs> you know, at, at like a little children's place. Like it's crazy. It wasn't even at like an upscale restaurant. It was Incredible Dave's. Like a what? Dave and Buster. Like, yeah. I'm shocked. <laughs> like, wow. Great chef. I hope he's doing bigger things now. I hope he's Me a head chef at a restaurant. Yeah. That was, he didn't have to What's the that. highest chef executive? I don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. But I hope he's higher up. <laughs> because yeah. that was sweet. That was really nice. Yeah, I hope he's at a, like, working at Ruth Chris or something. I don't know. <coughs> I had to do that. Sorry. Okay. Um. So then, number five, be nice. Okay. That's a good rule. Okay. Six, no... Reservations, unless you're Barack Obama. 
hey, there's exceptions to every rule. So they don't do reservations. I don't want to go there. Because you're being kind of weird. Wouldn't you want reservations? Do they not want business? Because <laughs> it doesn't know. seem like it. <laughs> I don't know. So then there's also no table hibernation, parentheses, 90 minute max. Others have to eat too. Well, I mean, hmm. I feel I'm a little indifferent to that because 90 minutes might be a little short. But as someone who's worked in the restaurant industry, I have seen people sit at tables for two hours. And it's like, why are you still here? And after we close, too, because we close, you know, like at 2.30 and then reopen at like 5.30 or something like that. Why are you still here at two at 2.40? You, you don't need to go leave. Home? Because, you don't want to go rest? Because these servers, they only get that little break until they have to be back at back in at 5. So... Can you please leave so they can clean up your section and then leave for and then take a little break and then come back? Like, why are you still here? Right. Well, I don't get that. What are you doing and here? Go home. Also, you home. also, they have since they have no reservations. Like, because then also sometimes that would freak me out too because it was an upscale restaurant and most of the time we would have reservations. So then people would come in and they want to sit in a certain spot and I would put them in a certain spot. But I know there's a reservation at nine. And you came in at 5.30, I'm thinking that's enough time, or 7, that's enough time for you to eat. But then they'll still be sitting there, and I'm looking at the clock like, oh, my God, they have to leave soon because the next reservation is at 7, and they're still sitting at this table, and it's been almost two hours. Can you please leave? Because I, as a hostess, because I was a hostess, and my heart's pounding like, they please leave. I'm now asked, I would ask the waiter, did you get their check yet? No, they haven't asked for it. I said, okay, just let you know there's a, there's a 7 o'clock. Okay, sure. So then I'm like, God, please leave because there's a seven o'clock and you're still here. You came in at five thirty. Like, like, I would want to. Honestly, I would want to. I just wanna like, you know, talk yeah. and then go. Why why would I wanna stay at a restaurant? I mean, ninety minutes is a good amount of time. But what I've heard though is some people say that they'd be waiting in the line since there's no reservations. Mm-hmm. Like they don't just show up at at six and then get in. They you have to wait. Because it's like, you know, when you go to a restaurant, you have a reservation, they give you a little pager, and then you got to wait 30 minutes or something. So you're already waiting that long. People say they wait up to an hour. And then when you get in, oh, now you can only stay for 90 minutes. So you barely get to. And then also they said it took them like a long time to get their food. So now you only really get like 45 minutes to eat and to talk and have friends with your friends. And it's like, now you feel rushed. So, yeah, if they're going to be having long wait times and the food's going to be taking 30 minutes to get out, then, yeah, it's crazy to have a limit on how long you can stay. Right. Like, especially, yeah, what you said, especially if there's a reservation. So, if you're waiting a long time, like, what? So, you're going out to eat and it's going to take you, like. And yeah, if they um, force me out when I hardly got my food, I'm right. The, the, the worst review. Yeah. And then, number seven is no table. Oh, wait, sorry. Number eight, if we prepare your selected item to our menu specifications, we will not remove the item from your bill. Our entrees are not samples. Thanks. Run that back again. What did you just say? If we prepare your if we prepare your selected item to our menu specifications, we will not remove the item from your bill. Bill. Our menus are not samples. Thanks. I love the sassiness in this. 
And I would never go to your fucking restaurant. Do you hear me? And if I come near it, I'm still going to write a review. (laughs) It was horrible just looking at it. The aesthetic was not pleasing. (laughs) And and I I definitely understand. I don't. That rule, maybe. Because I don't like if, if you ate something, if you ordered something, right? And then you're like, I mean, what if it was not cooked right? You know what I mean? What if there's a hair in it? Yeah, something like that. But if it's then like, oh, I just didn't like the way it tasted, then no. You ordered it. You, you're you an adult. Yeah, so, I can see that. So I have dealt with people who have ordered something and they didn't like the way it tasted and then they want to get it removed. No, just because you don't like the That's like if you bought something and it doesn't look right. Like, it sounds like they're trying to play in your face, though. Because some people do be doing that. They're going to be like, I don't want to pay for this. But they ate the whole thing, though. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> they they try to not pay that bill because they're like, damn, that's expensive. So I don't like it. But you ate it all, sir. Well, I was hungry. Well, you should have went somewhere else. The fuck? And that's what or they should be like, oh, this is not what I expected. Can can I get something else? And they take it back. Yeah. Initially, not when you ate it all. Yeah. So it's, it can go both ways, but the way you're reading is kind of giving me, like, the ick. Child. But anyways, number nine, no, also, in all caps, parties larger than four on days that end with a Y. Wait, what? Every day? Wait, what? No parties larger than four on days that end with a Y. Parentheses, we're a small place, and when we get busy, large groups are hard to accommodate. We do not push tables together. Maybe if you took reservations, you can accommodate that ahead of time. But didn't they say that they're going to automatically charge a gratuity at five or more, but then you just contradicted yourself and said no more than four? Take the rule off then. What's the point of having the rule? Guys, don't go there. I don't even think the food's good. (laughs) What is the point of having the rule if you're not going to be able to use it because there's no tape? And it's giving me a headache. That's not even six, like four, like two couples. Then I'm telling you, you they don't that. want business. I don't know what they're doing in this industry, but they don't want business because the, the rules are stupid as fuck. And it says on and days they end with why. So they're being sassy because every day ends with a why. Every day. <laughs> even day. So I'm confused <laughs> how you're going to charge a gratuity. Why do you even have that rule if you're going to say no table? It's contradictory. It is. It is. And I'm just like, are y'all for real? Is this for know. real? Is Who this wrote a joke? This was the sassiest person ever that wrote this. And then it goes, uh, the last rule was rule number 10. We have no waiting area inside. Keep in mind, if, you, if you're if on the wait list, you can receive a text when your table is ready. Naps in your car are fine. So... Which makes, I mean, I mean, I guess it makes sense because some restaurants, they only have, like, one bench. You know what I mean? So, yeah, and then you got to stand outside anyways. But I've heard that people said they were waiting for an hour for their table. It would, this would all be an soft. hour? I'm telling you, this would all be soft if you just did reservations. Like, why are you, why are you setting yourself up for failure? So, that was the, the restaurant that he went to. Where he got no food, but then they told him they can have they can have accommodate him within five minutes, even though they were closed for deep cleaning, and they told his family it was going to be an hour wait. So, an hour, but you see what they're trying to do there? 
because they they want to get the good they want to get the good press they want mm-hmm. him the good publicity because he doesn't get paid he goes to these places on his own merit they don't pay him and that's why he starts sending his family members in to go get the food and bring it to him but um yeah he refused that he said no I'm not gonna accept that I'm gonna just leave if you told my family they if it's closed or or you're not gonna be able to do anything for an hour then that's it I'm not even gonna review it but don't you okay but let's go back to his original video because the person responded trying to get all sassy and mad at him so this is what the owner so you hear that he tried to post a video say, who is this Keith Lee? Mm-hmm. Who is this Keith Lee? First of all, I mean, it's okay if you don't know everybody on the internet. Some yeah, people aren't chronically online. But people in your restaurant knew because they tried to accommodate him once they saw him come in. Right. So for you to be like, who is Keith Lee? Like he's nothing? Why? I'm not ever going to this fucking restaurant ever. Yeah. And then it's crazy because he didn't say anything bad. He literally, he, he said, he, he told his experience, the truth. And then he said, I'm not encouraging hate. Do not go review them. If you've never had them, he said, some people can be having a bad day. You know, that we don't know what people is going through. He left out a, a good heartfelt message. He did. And he just wanted to tell his, should he have lied? Should he just lied and just not talked about it? No, he wanted to tell his accurate opinion of what happened. Doesn't he usually do that because he gets the reviews? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so why are you trying to be shady talking about some who is he? Mm-hmm. So then they also re- released a like a thing. So they, they said, today we extend our apologies to all um, as we address the recent incident that highlighted a review from a high-profile food blogger. In no way were we trying to discredit anyone. If the comments came up as such, we um, kindly accept our policies. They're talking about taking food... Um, um, they're talking about taking, you know, accountability for what they did or whatever. And then they say, uh, last but not least, in no way, shape or form, um, is the woman circling on social media with commas on autism, a manager, because there was some weird stuff that they, they were saying that, that she was the manager and she was trying to say, make comments about them. But, <sighs> but basically... You know, they try to do a little apology being like, oh, sorry about the video that happened with the owner and all of that. And no. you know what? If I ever go to, where's this location? Atlanta. Atlanta. Mm-hmm. If I go there, I'm like, oh, this is the place that they were trying to be funny. And then they have weirdo house rules. Yuck. I'm going to do that because yeah. honestly, I don't feel like they're going to be in business for that long. I don't know. The and way their attitude is, like, what? we got to take accountability because doing that whole little <laughs> who is he, why don't you take that and improve your business? Take that review and look at how you're running things exactly. and run it better yeah. because he's not the first one that complained. And when he made his video, there were tons of people agreeing, I went there, I had to wait an hour. And all these people are coming out and telling their experience or pulling up bad um, past reviews and all this stuff so clearly he's not the first person that had an issue and he he won't be the last sadly so until you guys take accountability and approve your restaurant and your business 
you know, there's always room for improvement with business. That's why Walmart succeeds. They're always changing shit. They don't exactly. sit there and go, somebody complains about something, and then they don't do nothing about it. They are constantly improving. Take constructive criticism and then make it better. Because if you don't make it better, it's going to get worse, and you're not going to have a business. Mm-hmm. People are the reason you have a business. They run the business because they give you the money for their for services yeah. that you're kind of shitty getting, giving. So. Yeah. And I don't know if the food is good. I don't feel like it is. But I don't know. But so. I wouldn't eat their worth shit. So there's a tweet here that I found that says the response from. It's like a. I saw it as a viral tweet. So it says the response from the real milk and honey is a symptom of a larger issue. Mm-hmm. Many businesses in our community do not respect us. They think they can treat us anyway and we'll keep coming back. Beauty supplies, restaurants, gas stations. We must stop giving us. The, our dollars, giving them our dollars. How do you feel about that? I think so. I mean, yeah. I just said it. I'm not going to give them any of my money. Yeah. Like, for real. And then if yeah. I see it, if I go to Atlanta and see that shitty-ass restaurant mm-hmm. that I'm going to be making a live or making a video, like, ew, don't yeah. go there. I heard that they are gross. They have horrible house rules. Mm-hmm. And they mistreat people. They mistreat their customers. They give them the money. They make their business rent. So I'm kind of confused as why you would want to go there. Yeah, and and I definitely agree. And you know when they say Irish community, I guess they might be talking about the Black community or just in POC. And I just feel like sometimes that's the thing because mm, because I will say unfortunately because you know how you go to some businesses and it's just not professional and it's like you know this would never happen at a different type of restaurant and even like asian people they have you in and out they're not gonna have all these stupid rules literally and they they get your yeah they get your food in and out they would and they're not gonna have all these dumb rules or you know they just want money to run their business they're healthy their family and even though they might text they might talk fast and stuff but they they be polite at the end of the day they bowing at you when you're leaving and stuff so wait No, thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. You know, you ever <laughs> thank you. Have a great day. You know what I mean? So I'm not saying like a. Oh, <laughs> God, this is what you feel like. Really? <laughs> no. So what kind of you know, you know how they like have a great day. You know, they don't, they don't wave at you like have a great day. Do they? They bow their head real quick. You know. So you know, I'm just saying like they have you in and out, or if you want to sit down, they'll they'll treat you with respect. Um. But, you know, I don't know. I think it's crazy that some people, What what's crazy to me is that I feel like some people are opening businesses without realizing what it takes to run a business. Mm. So to have these dumb rules, it's like, have you ever been into a restaurant ever? Because if you're into a restaurant, you know that most restaurants would prefer to have reservations. As a hostess, I prefer reservations. That way I can say, well, I know how busy we're going to be tonight. And if someone wants to sit at that table at six o'clock, I can tell them no, because I know someone's coming in at six. I like reservations. Um, I like stuff like that. So it, it, as a hostess, it was easier for me on nights where we had a booked thing. Cause I know where everyone is going. I know where to sit them. I used to hate having to stress about what section to put people on. So then, so they won't get overwhelmed or so that everyone can't get evil. It, equal tips and stuff. It's better to just have reservations. You know what's going on. Um, so that's a weird thing right there. And then like the no substitutions, go to any restaurant and ask for a substitution. Exactly. So it's like, have you been in a restaurant? Why are you open a business when it sounds like you don't even know anything about the restaurant industry? 
like anything, <laughs> you might as well be opening a different type of business at this point because it's sounding, I have even went there to eat their food and it sounds shitty as fuck. Like, yeah. no, I'm not yeah. doing it. And so, yeah, so that, it just goes into a lot of topics about like, about how, um, like maybe black businesses or small, like independent businesses versus franchises or versus like large businesses because yeah because they i guess like when you go to a franchise or even an applebee's it's not the best restaurant but when you go there there's a certain respect or a certain mm-hmm. way you're treated because it's down to a science you know you could probably get an applebee's here and have it the same somewhere else because it's down to a science like the service wise not just the food the service wise because they train their employees to be professional they don't just look at you stink when you come in the door and that's a weird thing too why is it when you go into some businesses they act like you're not even there you can see me at least say hi because that's what i used to do when i worked at that restaurant when they come in hi um give me one moment i'm about you know give me one moment and i go and start you know i don't just look at them like oh another person and then get and then be rude and not talk in a customer service voice so yeah so yeah i don't know something needs to change if you want us to see because i have to talk about this okay what so i used to DoorDash, like all of last year and like the beginning of this year right Mm -hmm. and i would go to this one place that you know to pick up the food Mm -hmm. and i i don't want to i'm not going to say the name Unless they give me some more problems about Bill. <laughs> but every time it's an Indian restaurant mm-hmm. and every time I would go there, they'll give me a stank look and like treat me like shit because I'm black. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how are you going to treat me like shit? You're the same complexion as me. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> so I'm just like, and I guess it has to do with like their culture, the casteism, you know, dark, darker skinned people are considered mm-hmm. gross. You know, just kind of like America, you know. Yeah, especially in Asia. That's why skin bleaching in Asia is a big thing. Yeah. And I'm just like, and then they act all shady, like weird, like, oh, they're going to spill something because they're black. But then kind of, you're black too. Yeah. Just because you're smart and you're a doctor that goes in there or you have your own business doesn't make you better. Than yeah. the same person, like this, this, the same person has the same complexion as you. I think that that's kind of weird. And if you kind of, if you guys try me again, and I feel like you know who I am, that I'm going to make a review about you. Mm-hmm. Trust me. Okay, that's all. <laughs> Proceed. <laughs> no, I no. There's definitely some um, bias that people be having, and they don't realize, like, or they do realize that they're making it very obvious. I mean, how obvious? <laughs> because I'm just gonna say, a white couple came in right after. Oh, hi! How are you? Take a I've seat. Seen that. I've had that, but happen. with my black ass, they're gonna be like, "No, I've Ooh. had that happen where I feel like I've went in and they barely greet me, and then someone else come in. And then the restaurant that I worked in is an upscale restaurant, and I don't, I don't think it was. I don't know if it was racism, but I'm pretty sure that woman probably was racist, maybe because I mean she's. I, I used to wear my hair like in a fro. I came in with it like uh, braided. She's like, oh, your hair looks lovely today. Because she said, oh, it's all night and neat and, neat and put together. I'm like, but everybody, a lot of people were telling me they like my fro. But she's like, it's neat to put, like, I'm not a chef. I'm not a server, so I don't have to have my hair up. My hair can be a little afro. And then all the people were like, oh, I love your hair. 
but she liked my hair neat when it was braided. Like when I had it in like two like little French braids or whatever. Um, but then um, she did the same thing. She would say like, oh, if they're not wearing something fancy, because it's like business casual in a more. So they're like, oh, if they're not wearing something fancy, put them in a booth, take them to the lounge. Because we had a lounge and then we had like a dining area that was like with fish tank and white tablecloth. It was really pretty. And then we had a lounge that had like tables and a booth and it was with the side with the bar. She would say, she would say, go ahead and put them in the booth or put them in a corner seat so no one can see them. So there was a um, Hispanic couple that used to come in a lot. They like the fish tank, so they want to sit by it. But there's like a, a two top table, which is two seats um, that would be on either because there's two fish tanks. So on either side and then on the other side, there's four tables. She wouldn't let me put them in the main, like the main area, like where there's the two top. She would say, oh, put them on the other side of the fish tank. That's giving segregation, bitch. And those people, I've seen them come in maybe about eight times, like in the like two months I worked there. So like they they were regulars, but instead of treating them nice and saying, "Hey, put them," because the woman had on a really cute outfit, and the man he had on like some like nice jeans. But sometimes at night on Saturdays they would wear nice jeans and then like a nice like button up shirt. So he had nice jeans and a button up shirt. So why are you saying put them? Put them on the other side. Okay, I have two problems. <clears throat> was she white? Yeah, of course. So I don't like that she was trying to police your hair because this is this naturally grows out of my fucking head. Mm-hmm. So why are you policing it? Why do I have to have it nice and neat and braids when my hair comes out like a pro? Mm-hmm. You stupid ass bitch. Secondly, why are you segregating people? This yeah. is not the 19 fucking 50s. Yeah, yeah, if they're yeah. paying you well, if they're tipping, if they're regulars, you should treat them like respectable people. Like the fuck? No. no, no you can't put them there. Like, bitch, I wish you would say something like that because I want to talk to your fucking manager. And that whole ass trick. Yeah, Sorry, she ahead. is the manager. <laughs> no, I want to talk to somebody higher no, than her. She's literally the only highest person other than the owner. Then I want to talk to corporate. No, I want to talk to no the corp- owner. It's no corporate, it's, it's business. But I will say the owner normally was there most nights. He was normally there um, most like Saturday and Sunday nights. So you can definitely say, I want to speak to someone and speak to the owner because guess what he was? He was Middle Eastern. Bitch, and then you want to put these Hispanic people where nobody can see them and because you have you feel some type of way. Yeah, yeah I want to talk to the fucking owner. But I feel like I feel like it was her more because first of all, she never worked in a restaurant. Her and her husband owned like a restaurant or not right, restaurant. Right. They owned a hotel or something mm-hmm. in Indiana, and then they moved here so he could open the restaurant or something like that. But she needed something to do. So he is friends with the his the owner of that hotel is friends with the owner of the restaurant. So he say, "Oh, you can be our new um, manager." So that's how she got that job after like basically just working for her husband for twenty years. So, she but was, meanwhile, somebody that has a lot extensive experience and would be a better fit for the job yeah, definitely was passed over because of connections, not. Who you know is not, or I'm just, I should say, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Yeah. So basically, you're not doing a good job because you're fucking mm-hmm. a friend. <laughs> you're fucking somebody's friend. Like, what? Yeah. No, so, um, and I thought, like, at first it was just like, because she told me this, and I was like, okay, I understand because this is a fancy restaurant. 
And because she said that with the white people. But when I saw those Hispanic people come and dress nice and she said the same thing. No, it's not. She's also classist and she's racist because they're, mm-hmm. they're dressed up just as much as some white people and you're putting them here. And then there was these rich white people. They came after the derby. Uh, or they, they weren't, it wasn't the derby. They were just at Churchill Downs watching another horse race, right? They were wearing jeans, shorts, and everything. We had them right in the dining area. Were they white? But, yeah, they were white, and they also were kind of regulars. And then also, they had like a table of eight, right? And norm- So they had to push the tables together at the last minute because they randomly were like, hey, we're coming from the tracks, and my family's in town. Can we meet up? And, and you know, and it was short notice. So it was like, then we got super busy, and we had this big table, kids running around. And it was like, but they're dressed in shorts and stuff, and you have them in the middle, but you want to keep putting these Hispanic people on the other side of the fish tank. She is a POS. Yeah, so I didn't work Treating for long. POCs. I didn't feel bad about the like, way I left. The too. way she is. Pieces of shit. I took that job because I needed a job, but I was trying to get back into like office work and stuff, and as soon as I got that job, and I told him, like, oh, I'm just trying to look for something different. No, I wasn't. I just needed money, and it was a restaurant, so I know I can get money fast and not have to do any drug or back time check or anything like that. Just immediately start, like, within, I, I literally start, like, two days after I had, like, I came in for an open interview, and I started two days later. So I needed something, like, fast, like, not have to worry about, you know, two waiting weeks. a week for yeah. a background check to come in. And, you know, restaurant jobs are easy to get, so... I, I took that job, but I was looking for a job the whole time. As soon as I found it, I dipped on him and was like, sorry. Because I'm not, like, I love the owner. He was really, he was, he was a cool guy. Like, he used to come in every day, and or most days, really. And um, he was great. And, like, the people loved him. That's, like, another reason why the people came. It's because he had good customer service. He would sit there and, like, you know, greet people as the owner as they come in. Like, he practice good customer service and that's how you run a business not like that milk and honey shit we saw that and that's a good name and that sucks because that's a good name for a restaurant but why would you act like that like act said milk and honey act like shit and pee water <laughs> <laughs> like i'm not making make sense yeah so then he went to so then keep lee he went to the old lady gang which is candy's uh restaurant right um and he called the number on there, didn't get an answer. They tried to go to DoorDash. And his family asked. They said an hour and a half. He And then all of a sudden, oh, when he goes in, oh, it's going to be um, it's gonna be five minutes. And he said, well, that's crazy. My family attempted to eat there less than two minutes ago, but now all of a sudden it's short. So they're doing this. So, so my question is, how do you feel about influencer special treatment i mean what do you No, because they might visit that restaurant once maybe twice but then you have regulars that you're treating like shit and then there's an hour wait but you know you have the capability of dishing that food out quick because an influencer comes in and he can get his food in five minutes that's that's favoritism and that's mistreatment and mm-hmm. I wouldn't fucking go there. They can kiss my whole black ass. Yeah, and at now, this point. And it's also so this is the old lady gang and it's also like 
so the people who was waiting are going to have to wait even longer just because someone came in. Now, there are certain situations where maybe you should get special treatment, but at the same time, not because that review they're going to have is going to be fake. You know, if you come out and you give them the best service you've ever given in your life, that's fake. That's a fake review because the average person is going to go in there and not have the same experience. So you're setting people up for failure, you know, and setting high expectations that you're not going to keep at all. <laughs> now, now, when it comes to a club or something, that's different, I guess. Like, if they're coming in, they want to skip the line. That's just how stuff works. I mean, I don't know. That's kind of how the club industry has like always worked or something. Yeah. And then also, like, if a celebrity's in your club, it's going to make more people want to come to your club or something. I don't know. You can take pictures of them in it. Something. And say, oh, they was there. But for a restaurant, I feel like you shouldn't be doing that. At all. And it's fake. It's fake. <sighs> don't so, go to Milk and Honey, go. <laughs> Yeah, so you're gonna be highly disappointed because I'm highly disappointed, and I don't live anywhere near there, nor would I want to go there. So, just saying. So, um, Candy. So they tried. So they didn't respond during all this, but she just recently responded, and she did a TikTok or something to um, address it. She went to TikTok, and let me see if I can find that video. One moment, please. Here's Candy's video. It's your girl Candy, and I'm about to speak on it. No, I'm joking. I'm not about to speak on it. I really just wanted to say I do appreciate Keith Lee for stopping by our restaurant and trying to show us love. It is very unfortunate that we couldn't serve him and his family. We have, we would have loved to, okay? But Mm. he's right. We don't take to-go orders on the weekends, and the simple reason is. Because we do love and appreciate the people who come and support our restaurant. On the weekends, we get a lot of community support, people in our city that show up for us, as well as a lot of people from out of town. So with that being said, we don't want to overwhelm our kitchen by having to, you know, have such long times for the people who are actually at the restaurant, plus having to do to-go orders, because obviously that would make the long the wait times even longer. So that's the reason for that. Um, for those of you, I saw a couple of people was like, why would they take to-go orders? Well, that's why. Anyway, with that, outside of that, I want to say thanks to Keith for trying to even show up to our restaurant and show us love thanks for trying to bring your family by and maybe next time we'll still get a chance to serve you okay hey guys so how do you feel about that because i don't even feel like a apology or anything was in there that's just a fucking excuse to me yeah because i know a lot of restaurants that are locally owned Mm -hmm. Serve and you can get to go orders on the weekends. Yeah. That makes no fucking sense. It make no it make sense. sense, Candy, because you're not making any sense right now. Yeah. And he deserves an apology. And not only him, yeah, his family. The, and not just the family, the people. Because the fact that, so this is the one, because I didn't play the video, but he said that like his family went in and they told him an hour and a half wait to be seated. He went in five minutes. So what about all those people in the line behind him? They're going to see, hey, he's getting special treatment. I don't want to fucking go here. I don't want to fucking deal with this shit. I would leave, yeah. You're losing business acting like there's a whole lot of people that want to support you, but then you're treating them like shit. I'm not going to go back to a restaurant that's an hour and a half wait, and then I see somebody just walk up and get their fucking order or get seated immediately. So, no, I don't give a fuck. 
about yeah. your policy. I don't give a fuck that you're busy on the weekends. A lot of restaurants are. That's just Man the, the fuck up and do what you got to do. Take accountability for your actions and do better or it's not going to be better and you're not going to have any fucking business. Like the yeah. fuck? Yeah, and, and she has enough money yeah. to open up a second location so that exactly. they're not so busy. I don't know about the other guy. I've never heard of him in my life. So like he said, who is this guy? Um, But when it comes to candy, I feel like you have enough money to open another restaurant or hire more staff, get a bigger location if you're really that freaking busy. It's been apparently it's been an ongoing business since it opened. Or when did it open again? I don't know, but someone who went there said their friends told them not to go there because it's a local. The locals know don't to go, not to go there. It's literally a lot of tourists that go there because they want to. She was trying to lie. And I, I knew that was a lot because she was trying to lie. I said, oh, the community loves to support us. But if you treat them like shit, they're going to know, oh, what's up. They're yeah. not going to go there again. Yeah, they said the tourists go there. Yeah, the, the tourists go there and they and they go home. But they, they don't, don't go, go back. The one thing that, I mean, because he can't say anything. I don't know if he, he didn't get, so he didn't get food from neither restaurants. But the one thing, that, I don't know about milk and honey, but I've seen a lot of people say that they like Candy's restaurant. They said that like the food is so good, it slaps, but the service is terrible. And they had to wait an hour for their food or something. But when they got it, it was good. So if you have a good menu, you have good food, you have to fix your customer service because people were saying that they felt unwelcome. Like when they told them like they didn't even want to take their reservation or something like that. So it's like, you have to figure something out. You need to get a bigger location or something. Because if people are saying that they like her food, they like the menu, but they hate the service. So that's an easy fix. You know, the best part of a restaurant is the menu. And then someone had the nerve to say, oh, you don't go to restaurants for the service. You go for the food. No, you don't. I go for both. Because I could just, <laughs> exactly. I could just go to some DoorDash and eat at my house. If I go in a restaurant to exactly. sit down, I'm expecting good service. I'm expecting the, the server to come and ask me every time my water is spilled or needs to be filled. I'm expecting the I'm expecting the server to ask us if we need anything. I'm expecting to be accommodated. I just I'm not just going. I could eat I can get DoorDash. I can go get something from the drive thru if that's what I wanted. If I go to a restaurant and sit down, it's not just the food. It's the fucking service. It's all of it. And then, but they still expect the tip though. How can you sit there and say, oh, you came for the food? Well, if I came for the food, then you don't get a tip. Because, no, I'm tipping you because of the service. If I pick this up and I came here and I took it and I left home, I'm not leaving a tip. That's what, are you, what am I tipping for? Exactly. So, no. I do, it's not, restaurant is not just about the food. It's about the whole ambiance, the whole experience. And that's why I feel like these chain restaurants, they have certain colors. They have their seats a certain way. They have their tables decorated a certain way. They have, like, new tech and stuff so they can improve their ambiance. So why do you think, as a small business, you shouldn't be trying to do the same thing? Exactly. So, no, this is a big talk around the Internet. And I think it's, it's we need to discuss it because it's definitely something that I've experienced or I just feel like something has to change. Like, we're all dealing with, and this is also a thing. I feel like since COVID, everyone's been struggling, right? So if I'm going to take my hard-earned money and go out to a restaurant and you treat me like crap, that's going to piss me off because I'm already, you know, you know, a lot of people are making less money or they have less money than what they had before. 
and they want to go out and treat themselves to a nice restaurant. And you're going to sit there and say, oh, no one cares about customer service. It's all about the food. No. <sighs> you know what? I don't really eat in at restaurants. I usually just like do to go orders or just DoorDash, get it delivered. But I'm going to be hyper aware the next time to see. Yeah how things really play out because of the restaurants that I've been to, especially high end restaurants like mm-hmm. that or well-known restaurants, they provide excellent customer service. Yeah. They accommodate. They do check on you. They make sure everything is okay. Mm-hmm. If you want to order more stuff because it adds on to their tip, I mean, bigger money. Yeah. Then they'll get it for you. But this bullshit. Mm-mm. Yeah. Miss me with that. Cause I'm no. never, I'm never going. Yeah, and and I I do like to go out every once in a while. I don't because I just don't have the time. Yeah, and you know different schedules with work and stuff like that. But I, when I do go out, I do expect good service. I tip like I mentioned earlier. My yeah. mom was a server, so she always instilled a tipping in me in a young age. So the whole black people don't tip is not that's not true, true because my mom does the same thing. Yeah, she was like, you know, they don't get much money. Was it like two dollars yeah. or something like that? Yeah. And you need to tip yeah. 15 to 20%, maybe yeah. even more. Yeah, I've tipped more. I've definitely tipped more. It's really good. For good service. And like, I, like oh, when I were in Florida, we sometimes like this girl was so good. I will say like, there was this girl uh, when I was in Florida. I don't know if she was on something because I can't just say she was just tired. Because this is with Florida, but like you know, it's on the strip where you know, I don't know if she was drinking or something. But her personality was very weird. But she made sure we had everything we had, so we still tipped her well. But I was in a place where we it was here, and the if we were the only table, right? Why did we wait like thirty minutes for our food? Why did we like when we got there? There was no one here. Like we're looking like around for the cert, the hostess. Hostess finally. Someone sees us that wasn't a hostess and say, oh, hey, let me go get the hostess. They came, they sat us. We're sitting there waiting for drinks for like 10, 15 minutes. Oh, let me get you some waters. Didn't even have waters yet. We're just sitting at the table waiting. Like, are we going to have a waiter? Waiter comes out. I'm pretty sure he was high on coke. You can just tell by the eyes. It was dilated. Like, he was on something. Um, But he comes in. Finally gets our orders, gets our drinks, and we're like, can we just put in the orders? Because we've been sitting here long enough to decide what we want to get. Yeah, like, we've been sitting here without water. So he goes, okay, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, so we tell him what I want. He comes out with the waters. Then we wait for, like, another 30 minutes to get our food. We're the only people there. And then he comes back out, Ridiculous. gives us our food, and then he's then he just was gone. And normally they come back and check on you. We did not see him again. We wanted to get our tips, our, our checks. And we're like, where is this? And for some, we still tipped him. I will say we tipped him like ten percent because I feel I bad. I would have done that. And then our, our the person we were with, I think, might have tipped him like, like the same or just a few dollars. But it was like, I've never not tipped someone. But I honestly, if that was the time, I would have just not tipped them because it was like, what are you doing? We're literally the only table, and I'm not even kidding. Because they had like pool and stuff over to the side, and there were people playing pool and people sitting at the bar, but nobody was at the tables. So I'm confused. What was it? This was main event. 
And this was, and you know how they have all those games? No one was even playing games, bro. So it was like a random night. And there was two servers, but there was only one. It was a white guy server. This, And they were standing there talking. I would see them standing at like at the door talking. So why y'all standing there? It was like a black girl and a white guy. And they were sitting there laughing and talking and standing at the bar laughing and talking. And we're like, what's going on? Do y'all not want to get paid? Do y'all not want tips? Like, I'm so confused. Unless you make $20 an hour and then, then the tips, okay. But y'all are just like missing out on money. And yeah. I don't get that. Yeah, no. So I'm so I'm just like, I even I still tip. But the thing is, is like, we need, people need to take it seriously. If you want to make money, you can make money easily. If you just give people, treat people with the respect. And going back to the whole black people don't tip thing. That's something that's like, people say stuff like, oh, well, black people don't tip, so I'm not going to treat them well. You are creating your own issue. Because if you think automatically that black people are going to tip and you don't treat them with any type of urgency, you don't treat them right, why would they tip you? You're going to say, oh, well, that proved the point that black people don't tip, but you just treated them like trash. So now I'm not going to tip you. Or now I'm going to tip you low. Because you, you, instead of treating me with respect, you treated me like I was nothing, and then you're going to expect a tip. And then you're going to use that, oh, well, look, they didn't even tip me. Yeah, because you, you waited 15 minutes to check on me when I've been waiting for you to come here so I can ask for something else or get a refill. You didn't give me any refills because you just assumed I wasn't going to tip you. Now I'm really not going to tip you, or now I'm going to tip you low. So, so it all plays into the same thing. So I think there just needs to be a change in the restaurant industry, especially since COVID, because all of these small restaurants, like the restaurant I worked at, it was up for a while, and it was a good, like, a lot of locals loved it. That restaurant is gone, and I'm sad because I always wanted to come back to town and go to that restaurant when I was actually making enough money to afford it, and it died during COVID. So, you know, I came back here um, during, like, the end of COVID, or during COVID, like, you know what I mean? What was it? When did you come back? I don't know. 2021? 2021, I guess. Was it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. How long have I been here? Because we've been renewing I think it was. I think it was the end of 2020. We've been renewing our lease. And we had an 18 month. We have an 18 month lease. And it's over in March, I think. Are probably, you going to move? Probably going to renew it. I like my house. I don't know. But, anyways, I I don't know. I, you know, I, was, I came back during the middle of COVID and. The restaurant was gone and it sucks because it was a lot of lo- locals loved it and i would have loved to try because i didn't get to try i only tried like some food like the food that we would get for free if we worked a double or something i always wanted to try like that fish that butter fish that everyone liked and i wanted to try some of those specialty meals that were expensive and i'll never get to try it but um People need to stop taking that from granted because there are a lot of good restaurants that did treat people with respect that aren't existing. And if you're someone that made it through COVID or came after COVID or took over one of these buildings from these people, you need to be up to the bar. You need to make sure that you're customer service. That's the first thing you need to look at when you start a business is making sure you have customer service because that is how you get repeat customers. And people act like they don't care because they know that they're getting tourists. I think that's so why. The, so the restaurant you worked at is no longer. Mm-mm. I know you're going to think I'm shitty for this, but that's probably her karma. 
But that's her karma. She's not the owner. No, she, but she, she started worked working there that year. She like, spreaded her nastiness, and then he got the karma. Yeah, by allowing nice. her to do what she did yeah. and keep on letting her do what she did. Yeah. So sorry, I guess. So sorry, I guess. But but I just feel like these people. You know, we have to look at how things are going. It's a hard time. People are spending their hard-earned money in a time where money is tight. We're almost in another recession. So we need to like treat people like seventeen recessions. It's crazy, right? And we need to treat people with the respect because they are spending their hard-earned money. Literally, because it's hard out here. Everything is more expensive than it was four years ago. Yeah. So it's not like. Oh yeah, we can just spend this money. Ain't no thing. No, it's really hard. <laughs> We're not making as much, especially during this recession, and everything is more expensive to survive. Like when something should not be that hard, like rent, it's like hard yeah. to pay it because of this shit. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's just so frustrating. It's there's no resolution. They're not trying to make. They're not trying to resolve anything. It's just like, oh, well, we're in another Great Depression. You just have to deal with it, bitches, while we're sitting pretty because we're politicians or because we just don't give a fuck and we're rich. So we went off on this subject for sure, but (laughs) I think we're going to wrap it up right now. Tune in next time for some more tea, some more (laughs) tangents, some more gossip, drama, whatever weird girl teams you know what i mean Mm -hmm. until next time stay weird y'all